Good morning, ladies. Welcome to Monday. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you had an awesome Super Bowl Sunday, um, that you had a great start to your Valentine's Day. Um, I hope things are going well for you. And if not, um, I'm praying that things get better. So today we're talking about our focus. I'm really excited about that. We've got a lot of things to dive deep into. If you need or have any prayer requests, as always, drop them below. Let me know what you've got. Um, and we would love to come aside you and pray. Um, and then if you have any concerns or you don't want to um, say your prayers out loud, no problem. You can drop an emoji and we are going to add you to our prayer list for that. Hello, Phoenix. So I'm checking my computer just for, uh, comments. That's the best way for me to see it. So good morning. I want to start us off in prayer and then we're going to dive deep into our focus because it's a big intensive live today. And hopefully it is helpful to you. So Lord, we just come today so thankful for um, your goodness and your grace. Father, thank you for the abundant forgiveness that you give us. Thank you for redeeming us time and time again. Father, every time we slip and fall, you're right there next to us to guide us and, and lift us up. So I'm just thankful for those moments that where it feels like it's so dark, where it feels like um, we've been forgotten, that you haven't forgotten us and you see us and you see us through the valleys and you see us in the mountaintops and you see us climbing in between the two. So thank you for the grace that is more than the little grains of sand um, on the beaches, Lord. We just thank you for that. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your spirit, for your goodness, for your grace. And thank you for taking our sins for us on the cross, Lord, and being um, just the perfect, perfect God. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So I'm excited to be here. We are talking about your focus. And it's funny in this because um, I'm sort of starting to look at cars and what car I would like. And I thought I had something figured out. And it's when it's one of those things when you start focusing on a car that you like, you see it everywhere, right? Every single place you go, you see this car. But it can be that way with our food and our health too, right? Like when we start our health journey, we get so focused and fixated on it that we're like, oh, this is all we see. This is, this is all we hear. This is all we do. And it tends to be the number one thing I don't hear clients specifically only talk about, but women in general, what we talk about, right? It's I'm on my health journey now and all I think about is food. All I think about is what I'm going to have for breakfast and what I'm going to have for snack and what I'm going to have for lunch and what I'm going to have for dinner. Food is just constantly there. It's all I think about. And I want to challenge you and say, the reason you're thinking about it is because your focus is there now. The reason we see I'm just going to say Tesla because that's the first thing that's coming to my mind. I don't actually want one. I do actually want one. <laughs> you caught me. 
the reason I'm seeing more is because I'm focused on that car, right? Or I see a Kia that I want, or I see a different Ford car, Explorer, whatever that I want. I see them all everywhere. And then I start noticing small details in them. Like, ooh, I like it in this blue and ooh, I like it in, you know, white or this looks really cool in red. And you notice all these small things. Then it gets even smaller. Like, ooh, I like these tires and those tires are too big. And this lift is too high for me to get up into. We start thinking like that with a car. So it should come to no surprise that we think that way with our health right? We get so super focused because we haven't thought about it enough. We just sort of fly by the seat of our pants in this uh, world with our food choices. Like I'll have whatever I can grab super quick. I will have whatever is there at lunch. I'll have whatever. I'll have whatever, whatever, whatever. And we don't think about it at all. So when you finally start on your health journey as we continue through foundational February. And you may be thinking this yourself. You can drop me an emoji or you can say, yes, this is me. You're like, I'm going to eat healthier. And then all your day is consumed around food. It should come as no surprise, yet it does. And we think this isn't for me. This is not where I want to be. I don't want to be weighed down by food. I don't want to be controlled by food. I don't want to be constantly thinking about food. This is tiring and it's exhausting. It always is in the beginning. No matter what you do, it's tiring and exhausting to continue on the path you're on. You're just used to it now by doing whatever and eating whatever, and sometimes sort of maybe possibly thinking about what you're going to eat or what calories are in it. It's it's exhausting one way or the other. And I think this is where we focus our energy wrong. And we do this with a lot of things, right? We focus on this big end goal. We focus on this big end goal and then the small things become mundane and the small things become boring and they weigh us down and the small things become those little things that we don't do anymore. And now all of a sudden we've racked up these bad habits because we've just slowly over time stopped caring unintentionally, but we've stopped caring about the foundational parts of our health. Number one, staying hydrated. I'm going through a 28-day course with um, a group of ladies who have signed up for a 28-day reset. And we are foundationally going through water. And the studies that I've done on water and that others have done on water, 75% of Americans are critically dehydrated. Not like, oh, you, you haven't had a glass or two of water. Critically dehydrated. That is why you're tired. You do not need more energy drinks, right? You do not need more caffeine. Those things dehydrate you. You do not need more lattes. You do not need more anything that's telling you in marketing that's going to help your energy. You need more water. Simple, right? But we're like, that's boring. 
and we don't do it as much. And that's this, and we don't do it as much. We need to get back to the basics. I talked to my women in there too, um, in the 28 day group, because I'm reading through the old Testament right now in my Bible in a year and I'm in Exodus and it's boring. Like there's a lot of boring things that happen, but when you get to it, it's amazing. Like God gave Moses details for candlesticks, how much gold needed to be in there, right? Exactly what threads needed to be where, what gold coins needed to be fixated to what, how a sacrifice needed to happen. I am more and more thankful reading through Exodus that um, Jesus came because a part of me, and I want to believe that I would do all of these things for God to show up. But another part of me is like, that's a lot to, you know, go get all of this, get it perfect, perfectly made, give my time for free, right? Use my talents for free, building up this thing. Then when I want God to come and I want his presence, I've got to go find a bull or find a sheep or find a bird and sacrifice it in exactly this way. It's honestly like a part of me feels bad, right? For these early Christians and the Israelites as they're leaving to go, I don't want to do this anymore, Moses. Like, this is ridiculous. This is a lot. I know God shows up, but this is a lot. And I feel like we do that with our health the same way. Heather, I know you want me to drink my water and eat my greens and track my food and do this. It's a lot. And I don't want to do it. And that's why you don't. Because it seems like a lot in the beginning. But when you want big things, you have to take consistent, small changes, consistent, small, focused changes. It's delayed. That's why you're not seeing yourself. I'm on like a a delay for some reason from Zoom. (laughs) And she's like standing here trying to see herself, but she's not seeing herself. She's very confused. When you focus on all the work you have to do to get to your goal, you go, I don't really know that it's worth it. Maybe staying here suffering is better. Maybe I'm not meant for this. No, you are. And we are meant to have relationship with God. Thank God Jesus came that I don't have to figure out, am I going to go find the perfect young male bull that I need to bless and then sacrifice and then clean all of its organs and bring it to the Lord and hope that I use the right oils and I didn't mix anything up and hope that my grain offering wasn't mixed with any yeast or whatever. And it's unperfect and God doesn't show up. We just have to do this now. Jesus help. But there are times we don't even do that. Like looking back on what they had to do to where we are now with the spirit living in us. Jennifer, 90 ounces every single day, at least for women. Every single day, we only have to do this and this. Yet we go, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. 
I don't have enough time to make my meals. I don't have enough time to set aside for God. I don't have enough time to put in my prayer. I don't have enough time to drink water, which is one of the oddest things I always hear. I'm like, it's free. It's free. You don't have to go dig your well and pour something down and, and get it out of there. You don't have to do that. It's free. In the Bible, in those days, they had to go to the well. It was a trip, right? The women would go with their camels and they'd load all their water up. It's here. It's here. And we're like, you know what? I'd rather coffee. I'd rather pay for a caffeine drink. I'd rather pay for this. It's here. It's right here. And it's the same way with God. We go, he's so far. He's right here. He's right here. He lives in us. And he's given us the strength we need when we actively look to apply it. Not when we pray for it and then just sit there and wait for the weight to fall off. Not when we just sit there and hope that a a professional chef is going to come and make all our meals. God didn't call the Israelites to just sit there and build the tabernacle. He said, you build it. Here are the instructions. You need to work now. You need to put in this effort. And guess what? I bet every single day it got a little bit easier for them. And by the time they were so accustomed to doing it, it was time to do something else. It was time to move on and grow because where you are comfortable, there will be no growth. You have to constantly be stretching yourself. And your stretch may be, morning Jenny, drinking water. Your stretch may be putting down the cans of soda that are killing you. Your stretch may be to stop eating the processed foods that are killing you. That might be your stretch. Your stretch might be waking up earlier to get your workout in. There are days like today that I've been up since six. I had to get my workout. I went to physical therapy. I had a live at nine. I have a live at 10. I have a call at 11. I have a call at 12. I have a call at three. Don't. I don't like the busy thing. Don't come to me with busy because I'm busy too. I'm homeschooling. I'm a wife. I have dinner ready. I'm doing all of these things, but you have to work to carve the time out because if you don't, you're going to get sucked into the world, sucked into the world. Jenny has been a client for how many months now, Jenny? A few now. She is my rock star. All my clients are rock stars, but Jenny has done just what the Israelites have done. God gave the, is gave Moses the blueprint for how this tabernacle had to be built. And their focus was just on following Moses in the beginning, right? What he said, that's my focus. I'm going to follow what he said. Didn't know what was being built. Didn't know how it was going to look. Didn't know what it was going to be at the end, but they just followed what Moses said. Sometimes just following a coach and what they said is what you need to get started on your journey. Not knowing how much weight you're going to lose, not putting an expectation on the genes or the size you're going to be in eventually, just following the basic instructions of this table needs to be this long. Okay. I can cut that that long. You need to drink 90 ounces. Okay, I can drink 90 ounces. You need to treat your body like this. You need to move your mindset like this. 
We're going to continue to build and to grow your tabernacle because guess what? They were building this amazing, glorious, gold-filled place for God to show up. That's this. That's this. Can you imagine if the Israelites were like, we built a tabernacle out of the most gold. I researched how much it was. And now I already forget. (laughs) But it was tons and tons and tons of gold. This this tabernacle, right? Tons of gold. Imagine the Israelites going, we built that and you can't treat this. I had to do that to get God to show up and you can't drink water and you're not just eating vegetables and you're not, you're not doing this. You just have to to take five minutes. It took us five hours to find the perfect bull and then to pray over it and then to slaughter it and then to clean its organs and to do all these things for God to show up. And we have to do this. We have to be still. We have Jesus. We have the spirit here. Could you imagine what they would say to us? They'd be like, are you kidding me? They'd be like our parents, right? I grew up in the North, so it might be different for you guys in different areas, but We had to walk through the snow and come back in the snow to school. There were no virtual days. It was just, you get there or you walk and find out that it's closed. And then you got to walk back. Like mom's not coming to pick you up. You got to go there and back. And us now we're like, oh, well, we have virtual school and we just hop online now, but it's still, it's still a challenge to get them onto there. And your parents are like, really? They're not walking through all that snow? to get there? Is it still challenging? Sure. In its own way. But the Israelites had the choice to make the tabernacle or not. God didn't force the people with talents to do it. He didn't force. And there's nowhere in Exodus, nowhere that God is like, you goldsmith, get me your gold and make me this and make me Aaron's breastplate and make me Moses' robe and make me Aaron's son's clothes for free. I just need you to make it because I told you to. I just need you to do this because I told you to. And it was those who were willing that built the tabernacle. But guess what? Even those who that who were not willing still got the blessing. There's still a blessing in you. But are you willing to be an active participant in your change? So the first thing, we focus too much on the changes we're making so we lose sight or we focus too much on the big goal that it seems unrealistic and we can't get there. The other thing we focus on is the sacrifice. The Israelites had to sacrifice time, money, energy. To get to your health goal, you may have to sacrifice time, money, energy, because the, I know what to do, but I, I just need to do it phrase is just a cop out. It's really just you being prideful. It's really just you saying, I'm not going to do it right now. (laughs) Right. Because if you were going to, you would have done it. Could you imagine if the Israelites were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what we need to do. We just need to do it, but we're going to (laughs) not. We'd be like, hello, you're building the temple. 
This is your temple, ladies. I want us to change that mindset. You're the gold. You're so beautifully woven and put together. The food is here. There's a blueprint made for you to follow. There is. We just need to follow it. And it's going to cause you to sacrifice. But when we focus on the sacrifice, we get nothing done because then we live in resentment. Then we live in anger. Then we live in what we're missing out on. Can you imagine all of the people working on this tabernacle? If they lived in the place of, well, I'm sacrificing this. What am I going to get in return? Well, I'm drinking all this water. I better lose some weight. Well, I'm eating vegetables. My cholesterol better go down. And you're so negatively focused on something that what you're building isn't actually beautiful anymore. It's built out of resentment. It's built out of anger. It's built out of, I could have been at that party and really enjoying myself. Well, I went to the Super Bowl party and I didn't get to eat any chips. I had to eat hummus and whatever carrots. No, you got to eat hummus and carrots. That's an amazing choice over chips. And then we focus on the small things. So we're either focusing too big and too far ahead, or we're focusing on our sacrifice and all the things we can't do, or we're focusing so small that we can't move forward either. We get stuck. We get stuck just like the Israelites did, circling around and around because we just don't take a step in the right direction. We just stay in this circle. Have you seen um, the study of ants? Okay, I know it's, it seems off topic, but ants, if they get off their scent trail, end up going in what's called a circle of death. And it's because they're all just following each other and no one breaks off to like go back to where they were from or go to where they are going. They just get stuck in the circle and they die. They go and go and go and go and go until they die. Isn't it ironic that generations of Israelites did that in the wilderness because they got focused on the wrong things too far ahead, too cynical, too much about what they sacrificed. They wish they would have just stayed in Egypt and too small. They focus too small. I'm hungry. Here's bread. I don't want this bread. I don't want that. I don't want this bread. I'm hungry. Here's vegetables. I don't want those though. I want a Big Mac. <laughs> I, my body hurts. Here's an exercise for that. I don't want to do that. Mm -mm. I don't want to do that. We focus on these small things and we get so fixated by the scale not moving. We get so fixated on the calories we're eating. We get so fixated on these little small things that, yeah, they matter, but they really don't. Because when you do the right activities, you lose the weight. When you do the right activities, your heart gets healthier. When you do the right activities, your body is nourished correctly. So do the small things matter? Yes, but we cannot be fixated on the scale. We cannot be fixated on the inches. Jenny will tell you, she's been in this, gosh, how many, she's lost well over 20 pounds, more inches than I can count. 
Was Jenny counting her inches every single day? Uh, no, she did it when I told her to, <laughs> once every 14 weeks, right? Was she hopping on the scale 15 times a day in the morning, then after she went to the bathroom, then after she ate and before she showered and after she showered? And no, that's ridiculous. That's fixating on the small, that's fixating on the wrong things. So don't sacrifice, don't focus on the sacrifice. Don't look too far ahead that it seems unattainable, but don't look so close that you forget that there's a bigger thing that you're doing. This is more than weight loss. My program will lead you through the steps that you need to take, but you need to be willing to take them. This, I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. I did a whole training on it. If you were going to do it, you would have done it by now, right? It would have been done. And you can argue me on that. Antoinette, her and I, I can't wait to get back rolling with her. So her and I are in jujitsu together. We know what we need to do, right? We need to roll on the mat with somebody. We need to do these certain moves. And I won't get into all the details, but I need a coach to tell me how to get there. And I need to fail in order to learn what went wrong right? In order to learn how to change my technique a little bit. So stop focusing on the failure as a bad thing. When we fail in rolling, we go, oh, how did you do that? How did you get there? How did I end up tapping out here? Because I felt like I was on top and now I'm being choked out and I'm tapping out. How did I get here? What did you see from the outside? I need a coach to walk me through that. You're not meant to go through your health journey alone. You're not meant to go through your faith journey alone. We're not meant to be on an island alone. We're meant to go through this together. And just because we know what we need to do doesn't mean you are going to do it, right? I guarantee you if 75% of us Americans are dehydrated, almost everyone on here is not drinking 90 ounces of water. You know what you need to do. You just need to do it, but you're not. Drink more water. Drink more water, less caffeine, right? Go ahead. You have full permission to do it. I think that's the hardest part of our faith too. It's the hardest part with the Israelites. It's the hardest part of health and fitness. We have free will to say whether we're going to be an active part in what God's building or if we're not. If I'm going to be an active part in my health, in this temple or not. If I am going to allow worldly obligations that have nothing to do but are just tearing me down to have control of my schedule or if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna give it to God. I can't control what's going to happen in the next three minutes. I don't know when my kids are going to come in here. I cannot control what they're going to want for lunch. I cannot control when they're going to want to go on a walk. I cannot control their attitudes at all. So why am I trying to focus so hard on controlling every other aspect of my life? We can't. There are some things 
for our last focus that we have to focus on letting go. Your, the weight might not come off tomorrow. That's okay. It will eventually. You may be starting your health journey right now, praying that you're in a bathing suit in three months. Guess what? It's probably unrealistic to get that off and be in that whatever size you want to be, but you can still be in a bathing suit this summer because you're still beautifully made. And you don't have to wait for next November to start your summer health journey. You can start now because it's not about the summer. It's about the rest of your life, right? Start the change here and it will happen. Don't focus so big. Don't focus so small. And don't focus on the sacrifices. Focus on small, sustainable changes over the course of your life that you can maintain. Focus on feedback. Focus on getting feedback that's beneficial to you. Not just, oh, she gave me feedback and well, she doesn't know or he doesn't know. No, take it and grow from it and learn. Take your failures and learn from them. If weekends are your struggle, learn from it. How can I change this for next time? How can I make it different the next weekend? How can I make a small little change in the right direction? Not the whole weekend, just one meal in the weekend. It doesn't have to be such a big daunting task. It can be easier. It doesn't have to be like the world is telling you it has to be. So if you're looking for more information on how I coach clients and how I guide you through these things and how we make lifelong changes, not just short term, I'm going to get you in shape for the summer changes, drop focus below. And we'll make sure we start that conversation to see, are you a good fit for the program? Are you ready right now? Are, are you ready for, for change? And if so, great. Let's talk about next steps. And if not, that's okay too. It's okay because you'll change when you're ready. Thank you ladies for tuning in. I hope that this was helpful. Um, I hope that it was a little eye-opening that we are supposed to follow our instruction that is given and very clear instruction is given to how to fuel our bodies, but the world has warped so much of it. And it's very hard. It's very hard to figure it out sometimes. So you're not alone. I'm here. You can drop focus below and we can talk about it. And I will talk to you ladies soon. Have an awesome rest of your day. Bye guys.